0: You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far on no, 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 Oh, you are no, such a no, 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 suck up. No, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This, this is the Jabber Knocker Podcast.
1: What's up, jobbers, and welcome to the latest edition of the Jabber Knocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestle Media. Alongside for the ride is a man that is always pump fisting every single day of the week. Every day he's muscling, JC.
0: Every day I'm fisting? <laughs> you didn't finish the sentence there. <laughs> happy halloween people it is october 31st we're live here on the jobber knocker nestle told me i had to dress up so uh i'm wearing a costume kind of a a knockoff of what i wore in college doesn't fit me like it did back then but uh i'm sitting down so you look fine you dressed up as himself yeah i dressed up as myself
1: because i'm my favorite person in the entire world yes the nestle mania hat (sighs) honest to god i probably would have had a better costume if i wasn't taking my my kids out trick-or-treating but uh i digress how How much sugar
0: have you had tonight
1: to be honest, not as much as you would expect a nestle to have. Honestly, That's
0: surprising because you like, we at work you used to buy like four candy bars at once for a snack.
1: And that was a regular portion. So if we can get into Halloween for just one second, my wife had the, the better idea because my kids just didn't know what to do when they picked the, the candy out, right? My wife just looks at me, she goes, Let's just start picking candy that's ours, like that we like. And I was like, Genius. So that's there's what you the should tw- do. Twix and the Reese's and the Hershey's, and it's just like ah. But the problem was I realized if I started eating in front of them, then my kids would eat it. Mm. You know what I mean? So my wife had to like sneak it to me and I'd have to be like, you know, behind the back just because, you know, I didn't want them to eat a bunch.
0: Usually the dads get stuck with like the baby roost and the ones that nobody Hell wants. Hell no, right?
1: man. I got I, somebody hooked me up with a full size Milky Way, a Twix. I, I mean, it was it was in like Flynn, baby. And I had like 45 York peppermint patties. I am like jacked. Okay, let's see. I
0: figured I'm like, there's no way Nestle didn't eat a lot of chocolate. But no, but you you figured
1: you f- you figured that like Halloween I'd be like to the gills, like yeah. out of my pores. It's it's not it's not as exciting as my chocolate cake that I would have every Sunday or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> my little miniature chocolate cakes. <laughs> it's true. So. Uh, but anyway, I digress. So, again, happy Halloween if you're with us. If you're listening, uh, hopefully it's not Friday when you're listening to this, but whatever. Uh, we have a lot to talk about a lot of positives, a lot of negatives, and a lot of in between. So, let, where do we start, JC?
0: Well, we're not going to start in Saudi. We're going to do that at the end of the show on right. uh, WrestleMania, but we do start always in the shine, much like Mandy Rose, who had one of the best costumes at Halloween Havoc one year ago today, but not today. Uh, unfortunately but i'm sure i mean the other ladies always bring it i believe roxanne was freddy cougar last week and uh so you know they all bring it and uh yeah there's plenty of more women's matches tonight and the men are probably dressing great too but yeah don't care as much about that nestlemania we're gonna start the one monday night raw and i'm gonna go to Ms. tv his guest this week nestlemania was the rain general gunther and guess who didn't come out when he was summoned by the miss nestlemania gunther he didn't out came Mr. Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci. And this is where the fun kind of began here because Vinci talked, first of all, which is hilarious. Ms. called attention to it. Ludwig <laughs> kind of like batted him down after, but after a little bit of back and forth, eventually Gunther came out and then it started to get good. And I'm watching this segment and the way Miz is talking, I'm like, we're getting a babyface face Miz again, aren't we? And then he started talking I'm like, oh my God. I'm into it. The crowd's into it. Like, this is perfect. Like, this is everything he's bringing up. Like, Miz is one of the few guys that we look over the history of time who brought prestige to this title. So for Gunther to cement himself as the greatest intercontinental champion, he has to beat the Miz. So this feud makes sense. And this was just a really fun segment. It showed off what Miz does well, shows off what Gunther does well. It kind of highlighted what everyone needed, and I'm ready for this.
1: So there were a couple of things that went through my head, which was the first thing was like, okay, cool. Like Ms. TV, he's always very good. I chuckled when he was like, ladies and gentlemen, he talks. I just started dying. I was like, that was what a great callback to the whole thing. I like that Vinci went off rogue and everybody was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, Halloween Wang time. He's here, folks. The Wang is here. Fist pump for the Wang. Um. But no, I, it it's hard. I, I'm disappointed you didn't dress up like Rikishi for this episode. Listen, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what's maybe funny? He did
0: down below. You don't know that. I that's don't true. I it.
1: could I could wear a thong. So here, huge Wang. If if this was like maybe ten years ago, I did have a sumo suit. So it, I could try to bring it back if I find a new one. So it, maybe someday I will bring it back just for you. Okay, and then I'll stink face JC just to make you Please happy. Please
0: do not stink face. Probably I'll even sad. wash
1: my ass. Ugh. All right, just in case.
0: Ugh. Those anyway,
1: are, what we were we talking uh, about? I forget now. Gunter. Gunther. So it's a it's a Jersey thing. There it is. There's your boy, Adam Birdski, in the house. It's a Jersey thing.
0: Doesn't he look jacked, guys? I think he looks Must a little like jacked. The, much like the members of the Jersey Shore, I look a little older than I did. You know, when this is cool. It's it's, it's is this the T-shirt before the T-shirt? Just this. The, I, the last time I wore this T-shirt, I was 21 years old. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it is, it's a schmedium, and, uh, JC don't fit in no more.
1: Schmediums. I'm a, I'm yeah. a boys, I'm a boy schmedium for life. Uh, so yeah. anyway, so the one thing that made me nervous when I saw the, the Miz turn, I went, we've been through this before and it was so bad, but my hope here, not additional hope, but my hope in it is that like, what we talk about every time. Don't change who you are. Don't change a thing. You know what I mean? And I think that's the issue with the Miz was like, he really changed who he was that last baby face run. And I kind of want the Miz to beat him. I don't think he's gonna, but like the, the, I didn't, it didn't really dawn on me, JC, until he like talked about it. He goes, this ring in here is sacred. We, we do it. We wrestle. We do it. You don't wrestle. You're a talk show host. And I kept thinking to myself, like, this is such a layup, you know, like it's just such a fucking layup because it's it's literally an- the antithesis of what Gunther is. Hundred percent, you know, and it makes perfect sense because Daniel Bryan called him a coward back in the day, you know what I mean? So like it's kind of like a similar trajectory or plane that we're on here. So I was, I'm all for it. I do want him to win because I think it would be interesting to see that happen. Although there's more deserving people who probably should take
0: it and 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 get something with it, but. I'm still on the Gable train, but I do. I, this is something that I never like when we were kind of talking about Gunther's reign, like it never popped into my head, which is silly because you never think heel on heel, but it's just, I don't think this is like a permanent thing for the Miz. If he, oh, babyface. Yeah. I think just for this feud, it works because Gunther is hitting at all levels as a heel and the, the Miz story against him makes sense. So I'm a big fan of it. I love it. Nestlemania. You know what else I love Nestlemania? What? Neat. Let's get to <coughs> JC's meat match of the week. And da da we had a raw debut from the Creed Brothers taking on the Alpha Academy and you want to talk about meat slapping and meat tossing and meat fucking hitting all over the place there was a lot of meat in this match obviously you have Otis but the Creed Bros they're pretty big too but that's mania this was what we would call a tag team baner I enjoyed this the styles made sense I love this as a first opponent you know Chad Gable's probably been itching to wrestle these guys since he saw them down at NXT get him in the ring with Julius and that beefcake Brutus and let him just slap the meat all around, but this was an easy choice for me this week. A tag match, baby. Getting JC's meat match of the week. So
1: my question to you is, it was bizarre because the way that they were presented, right? Like, the way that they were looked at was like, they were babyface, but the crowd could not stop
0: for Gable and Otis. It was this weird... Yeah. Like it was like, I liked it. I, I sometimes I kind of like, we see it a lot more in like AW, but I don't mind face versus face matches sometimes. And yeah, the crowd does get a little confused, but like if they see a cool move, they're going to cheer no matter what. So I I think it works every now and then I kind of like it.
1: No. And I, like you said, the, the style was, in, you know, impeccable for both of them. The one thing I, every time I like, I chuckle and I start laughing is just like, there's no doubt in my mind, right? You look at Julius and you think like that dude's a stud. Like, He is, he is waiting to break out like that. There's no deny. Like, even if I don't like them, there's no denying it. You look at him and you're like the power, just the, the freak like mentality, like just everything about the guy is just raw, right? Like it's just, it's just weird in a, in a bizarre, like awesome, perfect storm way. And then there's Brutus with his fucking high white socks, you know? And it's like. Just, I just
0: hate
1: the socks oh my God it's just the tidy whitey twins like this, they just a look-
0: conversation literally every time it's like the same cro- cro- conversation I've already had about the street Profits, every tag team that's how tag teams work there's usually always someone who's a star there's always a Michaels and there's always a Janetti. but the cool thing is is sometimes like the Dawkins and in this case maybe the Brutus They're all right, too. But together as a team, man, these guys, like the brother tag teams, it's always worked. It's always worked in wrestling. We talk about WWE needing stuff in the tag division. When the creeds are up, like, solidly, like, they'll be a staple of it. And I love it. I look forward to matches between them and the New Day, them and the Usos, them and the Viking Raiders, them and Imperium, then in DIY. Like, there's there's just so many fresh things. And, I mean, these guys are ready. Their act is ready. I love that Ivy was with them, too. I thought that was cool because sometimes we see that a lot of the time. They leave some members behind. Uh, when they get these like little quick like call-ups or like testers so i was glad to see her there because i was a stud as well and her and maxine got into it a little bit so
1: yeah and it was great because i thought like they did a good job with the idea of like okay like not only was it like a cool moment but you could see on their faces like they were proud like they fucking Mm. made it you know what i mean and like you kind of get the warm man it's monday night Ah! you get the warm and fuzzies when you see that shit you're just like yeah like good for you you know what i mean like they fucking worked hard like no matter if you like them or you don't, that's irrelevant. But if you look at them and you're like, they fucking worked their way from being like this. Like when we first saw them, we would make jokes of like, Water Waterboy or like the, the Whitey Tidy Twins. Or like then Diamond Mine happened, which regardless of how you feel about it, there were portions of it that were good, portions of that could have been better, whatever. It was but the like, best
0: work of Roddy Strong's career until right, until most recently the last right, couple of weeks. Right,
1: <laughs> until he found out that when till he we, till we found his groove in whiny bitch territory which is Max! really so it's just i don't know it's it's bizarre to me but like i i was really excited to see what happens next with them so i don't know Yeah, it's they just... kind of sent
0: on commentary like we don't know if they'll be on ron smackdown so it's one of those this would just kind of get them they're still they have a match in nxt going on right as we went up ah uh, so there's kind of there's a there seems to be a lot of these top nxt stars that are just kind of like hovering so it's one of those things like i don't know if they're going to be officially up till the new year or after the rumble or after mania but we know these guys are ready and they're on the precipice of uh being a main roster full-time act so that's exciting all right anything else uh yeah is there anything else yeah we'll go to smack it out, because we had a contract sign you know what la Knight became one of the biggest baby faces in the world to me know why because he interrupted Roman Reigns' segment and saved us so much fucking time. Obviously, the shot was fucking dope. You have the low angle shot where Reigns just goes like this, and the music hits, and you see the graphics. Uh, oh, and he just comes out, he's got a strut, walks by Roman, doesn't even acknowledge him. I fucking love that. Like, as much as I'm a little disappointed of how fast-tracked this feud has had to be to get it ready... The short term they've been giving LA Knight has maximized his minutes. Like, this is what I want in LA Knight feuds because when the bell rings, I don't know what's gonna happen. It could be a snoozer, it could be just adequate, like most of his matches. But like the leading up is just like this is what I need. And for Roman it's such a fresh new opponent that he hasn't ever interacted with, so it's kind of cool. Kind of had Heyman doing his best. So I thought this was a really good segment on SmackDown. I think they're doing well by LA Knight. We obviously know there's probably uh zero percent chance he's winning uh in Saudi, but it's just it's cool. It's one of those things because we know Roman only has so many dates before we this WrestleMania. Expect him to actually lose, uh, but we'll see. So it's kind of nice that La Knight got to be one of those guys getting a chance here. What bothered
1: me was the idea that he is this is his last match before the end of the year, like that. Yeah, well, I mean, cool. we're we're in November tomorrow. No, I know, but it's like no Survivor Series. Nothing. Well, did you see? So out.
0: did you read? Apparently, the, the Triple H, the reason why. Uh, Triple H wants other things to be the center of attention for Survivor Series and not Roman Reigns, so he's purposely being left off that. It's not Reigns' call. No, I know that. I know. So I just, he might still be around, but yeah, he's doesn't seem like he'll be wrestling again until the Rumble after this, which sucks.
1: It's bizarre. in
0: a, In a way, it's definitely bizarre. I, is it I bizarre mean, though? It's kind of been this whole year, man. He's defended the title once.
1: No, <laughs> once
0: is It's I
1: know. insane. It's kind of which, crazy to me that like they've made it work in a way.
0: But also, it's it's been kind of held captive. He's he's been cutting yeah. It's, again. what works is because Roman works. But it's one of those things. Like, and we'll talk about it when we talk about the knocker Awards. He hasn't needed the title to do anything. He's done this entire year because it's all been bloodline drama, and you didn't need a title for that. So we'll, just like I said, to, that's for a later show. Yeah, that that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Sorry. Go ahead, and, and I'll let you get more positive. It's fine uh yeah uh nestlemania i want to talk about another banner of a match the uh little meat match of the week the mini guys dominic mysterio and ricochet pinpointing around the ring i thought this was a fun match i think we might have seen it before but either way it's like ricochet always brings it dom has been working well with pretty much everyone the different styles the way it works with dom being more deliberate and ricochet being more pew, pew, pew. uh and obviously with some chicanery dom got the big win so Uh, you know the dominant champion that he is but I thought this match was a lot of fun and I mean that was kind of my theme for Monday Night Raw's I thought we got a lot of fun like matchups and most of it felt fresh and like a lot of the times we talk about these lead-ins to pay-per-views like we've in the past I feel like we've always complained about nothing happens but it's like we're getting all these fun matches that aren't necessarily related to the pay-per-view but it just it makes the whole program more watchable so for me this week it just so a lot of these matches on Raw I just really enjoyed.
1: I was very surprised that Dom and Ricochet happened and I was even, you know, more excited to see what was going to happen. It was more of Ricochet doing what he does best and Dominic kind of, you know, hitting all cylinder, a heel, baby. you know, doing whatever he could. Um, it was a really good match though. And I, I like the one thing that made me laugh was like how JD was like celebrating as if they had won the Super Bowl, Like it was like <laughs> over overload, you know? And I was just, I was just laughing so hard because they were like, as much as I'm fatigued by, judgment day and it's like all over the goddamn place jd Mm -hmm. is the only thing that i'm almost like intrigued by because it's just like you you feel like it's not the most important domino to fall but it feels like an important domino because at some point once he's in right like really in
0: then shit's gonna hit the fan so yeah, it's a weird thing because he definitely he just kind of seems like like Dom and Rhea are big fans of him. We know Finn is, it's just the only reason he's not like official is because priest is like whatever. But I mean he's been helping Priest more than anyone. So it is weird. It's like we we're kind of talking about the 41 live, is it felt like things were starting to like go bad for judgment day. And then they just hit pause and reset and they've just kind of ignored a lot of the developments that happened because it feels like they were probably like we kind of want to milk this for a while longer and save this for probably a more rumble mania season type thing or whatever, or maybe like closer to survivor series. So it has been a very weird thing, but again, Dom's having entertaining matches. JD had a fun match with Seth this week. Uh, you know, priest is getting the big match with Cody on Sunday. So, and obviously Rhea's is doing her thing. So I, I, all the individual things are working, but yeah, judgment day is a group right now. It's in just kind of like, it feels like we've just
1: frozen. Yeah. Unfreeze. There it is. There it is. Um, No, my question to you is: is, so you you perked my interest with something that you said. You you mentioned WrestleMania and Royal Rumble season. Now, do you think there's a world where they think the end game here is Priest as champion going into Mania against a Finn Balor?
0: I could see that as something um, if they don't have other plans. And also, like that makes it interesting. Like, who wins the Rumble? Are we getting Rocker a Cody Rumble again, or the Rock winning, or whatever, depending on Roman's opponent? So. I feel – it to me, it still feels like – I thought for the longest time Priest would be like a like – a, he'd be champion by now and he'd probably lose it at some point before, but I don't know. It just – it depends. It's one of those things because it's – are we going to buy him as a baby face going into Mania because it feels like that's kind of what has to happen. It almost feels like the Finn thing comes before then, but I don't – it's just – it is very murky with how they're going to do this, or does at this point is Priest just holding on to that briefcase like maybe all the way through Mania season, especially since Finn and Priest are the tag champs again? Like, yeah, Crown Jeweler, we're going to get cucked again. It's just, I, it's just one of those things like I just, I've stopped guessing because every time I think they're heading in a direction, they just don't do it. So it's, they're all good questions. I mean, you would think Gunther would be the, the, the safe bet at the Royal Gunther's Rumble. Gunther's my pick has been my pick for the Royal Rumble since last year because it just it felt like that. And then he'd take on a baby face, but is Gunther Priest a headlining match? Like, it's does Seth really hold it through Mania before he takes nah. his long break? Like, it just, I don't know. It's its interesting. So it's its going to be very interesting because I think obviously Crown Jewel is like a big pit stop to see. I mean, if Seth walks out with that title again, it's like, okay, then Priest might be saving this for a while. But I, I still think there's a good chance that Priest does walk out with it too. So it, we'll see. Okay,
1: fair enough. The other thing I wanted to bring up very quickly when it comes to, I think, the judgment day because it's it's judgment day adjacent i guess is sammy zane right Mm. like he comes out he cuts this really scathing promo it could be more about politics than it was about wrestling at that point when he was talking about about a little bit of everything a little bit of everything And you can feel it like you like I I understand why Triple H is such a big I mean, I'm a big Sammy guy anyway, but like you can see why he's got the support that he needs, because when he talks, people listen, they get behind him. And all I could think about was like just looking at that passion, looking at the way he is It's just I think he deserves like, you know, he's he's probably not going to be as red hot as he once was last February, but he's still just like. On the upper echelon, he's just always kind of there, lurking. You know what I mean? He's always he's always in the conversation. So I felt like when I saw him stop, you know, everything on Monday and and talk, I, and then have the match. You were like, okay, when's Cody coming out? But you know, that's it, essentially what it is, because you got to have the whoa. They cut the you have the woe. friends
0: first, and then you have Cody,
1: Cody and friends. Yeah. Um, so it, it, but it does beg the question here, though, because in my head, I'm thinking to myself. We thought it might be bloodline and judgment day and the war games against Cody and friends. It seems like we're headed back to judgment day centric and Cody and friends. And I don't know how you feel about that. Cause for me, I feel like it's, it's good in some ways, but also kind of bad.
0: Yeah. If, if it is that, then maybe this will finally be the, like the, the bow on that stuff. And then from there, that's when the judgment day starts to deteriorate or whatever. Um, but it just, it, It does feel like we're back there, but then at the same time, like if Roman is just if he isn't going to be around, then maybe Jay and Solo just start hanging out with them, and and, or Jimmy and Solo. Sorry, because you still you know have Jimmy and Jay going at each other, and you could set up more stuff for their Mania match. So I don't know. It's weird. It's definitely a weird territory with this. And I mean, I think after Saturday, we'll have a little bit of a clearer picture of uh, what plans are for the next few months.
1: All right. Anything else you got? That's Heady. I sorry. uh, Shine worthy.
0: Uh, I will say the Drew McIntyre package. They show they've done a lot of packages lately, which I'm enjoying to hype people up. But the Drew McIntyre one was fucking superb. No, and yeah, superb, superb package. Big package. He huge has a big, shiny sword. That package
1: is fucking heat. Want to talk about meat? my question was like, I love that he was sitting in in the the performance center, but it, it made you mm. think like, as much as it sucks, right? Like that he didn't win in front of a crowd. I
0: feel like it does more for his character, though. It does right now. We wouldn't right have now. this fucking great character right yep. now if this didn't happen. Right. It's one of those things in wrestling that's like we see it all the time. Like bad, bad, like bad, bad things that happen or whatever, you can turn into great opportunities. And it took him a few years, but Drew McIntyre is maximizing it so much so that I want him to win the fucking heavyweight title on Saturday. And I'm excited for that match because of him and the character development. Because if he gets screwed, it's just like the moment's coming. Like yeah. the, the slow burn that we've had is coming. I don't know. I, my thing is, is if he doesn't
1: win here, he's probably not winning for a while.
0: No, that, that's when the turn comes. Cause it's like, no, I know. it feels like this is a boiling point. Either he gets over the hump or maybe he gets over the hump. and gets an immediate taken away with a cash in. Like it just, it feels like either way, like this could be the moment where Seth gets killed off for a while. If he isn't working through WrestleMania before he takes a break. Cause obviously like they haven't hidden it. Like he's, he's hurt. He's heard enough and he's, they're over-exaggerating a little, but at some point he's going to need a break. And I mean, one way to do it is have Drew absolutely murder him. Then maybe he comes back at the Rumble and that's a Mania match. Like, who knows? But it just is, it feels like that could be in the thing. It's like he loses frustratingly or he wins the title and then uh, Priest takes it away and he takes his anger out on set. It just it feels like that makes too much sense.
1: You know, as you're saying all these things, you're laying out all these plans. The one thing that I definitely feel like is I don't see enough of a – baby face heavyweight champion on raw like you, you're gonna exclude cody right because that's the finishing the story thing like jay essentially i guess could do it i don't buy priest as a
0: baby face i don't it's it's, it's sammy but he's not Sammy, close. but he's not close it's, it's to not it. the time right They'd have to build him back up because i saw someone say i saw someone tweeting today how they wanted sammy win the rumble i'm like i don't because it isn't time it's like the momentum isn't there. It's like, I would love to see him win a rumble someday, but it's just like, it's not, we have, we've come down so far. Now we've got to start the climb again. You know what I mean? So it just, it's, it's it, wrestling's always about timing. And that's why a lot of people just it never happens for it Cause it's bad timing or when they start to peak, like Sami Zayn was the highest he's ever been last year. Sorry. We have one champion. His name is Roman reigns. So you're screwed. Like it just, yeah. it's, it's wrestling's all about timing. And if you're in it long enough and you work hard enough, your timing will come. You just might have to wait a little longer than others. Ask Kofi. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven years. Yep. Uh, anything else you want to say before we get into Let's the heat? go to the heat, baby. <laughs> get
1: him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Fist bumped all the way out of the TV. Um, so look, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something very quickly before we get into the regular part of the heat. I'm gonna say this because I got torched on Twitter, but I think it's bearing repeating here, folks. And I was excited. I was fucking chubbed, boned, and jacked, ready to fucking go on Saturday for collision. Uh, the match itself is not heat. Kenny Omega and, and MJF did a great job, tit for tat, doing all that shit. Like I enjoyed it. Could have been match of the year. Honest to God, hmm. it. it could be in the conversation. Depending on on what you what you decide, right? So that's up for you and TJ because I will let you guys. TV decide. match
0: gets they pretty much get thrown out.
1: Okay, that's fair. The, it's, I, how just, it's,
0: it's just you can't. If that was on pay per view, then sure. But just I feel like with a TV match, it just it doesn't hold. Doesn't hold. Okay, that's fine. But my biggest problem with this entire
1: thing excuse me uh is is that it bored you no it didn't bore me it was, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm exhausted all the time um eat more candy live in the program i know right then i'd be the, then i'd hate I, I hate that chewing sound when you're listening to shit oh yeah there you'll is, be jittery too. i know and nobody would want to hear me chewing like a cow you know that's fucking awful anyway so here's here's my two cents here right like chief so kenny omega the former AEW champion longest reigning champion AEW against mjf 13 days bitch, 3 days bitch, the whole fucking thing. Wonderful. Kenny break the streak of Kenny Omega's longest reign. MJF is on a fucking tear. But in the meantime, we have Jay White holding mm. the Triple B. And I said this to everybody on Twitter and I think you may or may not agree JC, but for me, I think they fucked up royally. They fucked up royally because Jay White has a championship, right? So you're fighting Kenny versus MJF. If Kenny won, then what happens? You can't fucking you can't give him a championship. And you, you kind of made me as, a, as, a, as a, uh, an audience member and a fan go, well, I know Kenny ain't winning because it'll fuck up the rest of the story. It's a stopgap for something that should be a fucking monumental moment. And for me, people are going to be like, calm down, fucking enjoy wrestling. No, I can enjoy wrestling the way I want to enjoy wrestling. You don't know what I enjoy wrestling? When it makes fucking sense. AEW does not make fucking sense right now with that fucking moment because MJF needs to have that belt to make that moment with Kenny Omega even bigger. But they can't get that out of their own fucking way. And that was why I was looking at it thinking, what the fuck is going on here? Because MJF had to win. And that took it took me out of it because I was like, I want to see Kenny Omega win. I want to see Kenny Omega do something. Because it just it just doesn't make any sense to me. And I thought that was a poor execution for something that was probably going to be
0: an A++ across the board. And they fucking fumbled it yet again. This is what separates WWE from AEW is... WWE has the foresight to see these things coming. Like AEW does not. It was almost like they're like, oh yeah, we have this feud going with Jay White where he steals the title. But WWE would have realized like, well, we have to be careful how we do this because we know the MJF breaking Kenny Omega's record is coming up. It would be really fucking cool to have Kenny Omega kind of be in the midst in his way. So again, the idea of that is fucking awesome. It's just AEW, like you said, the timing of it is just so poor because there's no championship. And also part of the storyline with the Bang Bang Gang and uh, MJF, is him being so vulnerable, being alone. But then you have him go out there and fucking beat one of the greatest wrestlers of, of all time in AEW, their longest rating champion, have him look great. So it's like, it's one of those things that kind of defeats like the character development you've been working on with trying to weaken MJF and make him vulnerable to the numbers and everything. So it just, it, the timing of this, it was just poorly executed. And it's a shame because I thought the hype packages were awesome. I thought Kenny interrupting him the first time was awesome, but it's just like, it's, if everything fell short because they didn't plan it well. And that again, like AEW, like has gotten better with a lot of their storytelling. But in terms of like long term planning, it's still it's a fucking mess, man. It's it kind of is like the wild wild west. I'm not just saying that because some re- fucking nerdy wrestlers like leaked that. Like shame on you. Keep that shit in the house. That shit doesn't happen in WWE. Again, like be professional. Uh, but it just it it does it does suck because it was an awesome match and it felt like something that could have meant so much more. If they had had the foresight to kind of time their feuds a little better, and honestly,
1: you can't tell me they're going to do a big match introduction, right, without a fucking championship, because then it just it's a fucking match.
0: It is. It's very weird. It's it, very
1: weird. It is odd. And then you know, at the beginning of Collision, because Jay White had it, MJF tried to steal it back, and to me, that fucking looked weird and felt weird to me too, because it's and like well,
0: honestly, what they should have done is have them steal it back, have them bring it out to defend it, and they steal it back steal during it back, the it, match or something. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, that would have saved it a little bit, but even still, it's still kind of a mess. Right. It, it, it just feels
1: like, it just feels like somebody should have fucking tapped somebody on the shoulder and been like, Hey boss, man, this doesn't make any goddamn sense, you know, but they didn't do it. They, they just, some, I feel like, and I'm probably a hundred percent wrong, but this is my perception. And sometimes perception is more than fact in my, in my life. It feels like some people just shut up and enjoy the check. They just do. They don't they don't want to rock the boat, they don't want to rock anything instead of making something better. Now there are people on that side that definitely do, or maybe they just don't give a shit. Maybe they just don't give a shit and that's fine.
0: Maybe they just think that people don't care. They just want to shut up and wrestle and enjoy. I think there's a lot of people who give a shit, but I think the problem is is I think the structure there is just very unique and some people hold more power than others, especially over their own stuff and sometimes when stuff collides is where it gets messy. Collide. Messy, messy, messy. All right. So anything that you bothered you before I get into a whole host? of. I, I mean, that was pretty, that was pretty solid. But the only thing I really have for my heat notes is that. So they made this big deal during the Seth Rollins run about how he is a fighting champion. But then they told me about 8,000 times on commentary that this was Seth Rollins first singles match on raw in four months. Some fighting champion. And I was thinking, I was like, he's also, when he does rest, he's always in the middle of the show. But he wasn't some main event tag team match. Oh yeah, it was with Cody. So it's like you're t- like it just it gets back to the, the, the everything I feel about him as a champion in this run. It's just like, <sighs> but that it was just it was just so funny to me because they made such a big deal about how much of a fighting champion he is, and that motherfucker hasn't wrestled a singles match on Raw in four months. The show that's three hours that he's supposed to be the champion of, get the fuck out of my face. I thought Becky's promo was great, where she was talking about how she defended the NXT title more in forty four days than. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Roman Reigns have. I'm like, there's one more name you should add there. And so she doesn't want to be
1: sleeping. On, she doesn't want to sleep on the couch. I know. I
0: know. She doesn't <laughs> want to I mean? <laughs> laugh. But literally when she's got the problem I'm like, I'm like, if she says Seth right now, Becky Lynch will be my favorite superstar of all time.
1: But now yeah, God damn it. Yeah.
0: God damn it. She's gonna have God to cut have so up so the, I set up it.
1: the other thing that was like so so I guess this is sort of connective tissue. Zia Lee versus Candace Michelle, I mean LeRae, and then <laughs> That was
0: so funny, and Wade Barrett <laughs> gave him shit later. But immediately when it happened, I popped because I oh, love yeah. Candice
1: Michelle. Who didn't? Me too. Kid,
0: I just uh, j- go daddy.com. Is that Something I don't know. Her, <laughs> her, her, I don't know.
1: <laughs> her entrance, where she would just like,
0: like oh my god, oh my she's, god. She's, she's like her, ent- her Her gimmick was like, I am a hot woman who I will strip for you. I'm like,
1: okay. And it was just like, I have no I, I have no real wrestling background, <laughs> but I'm going to do it anyway. And she did. She did. You know what she could. But no. But it was so funny because then I'm like, okay. Azalea gets a fucking match. Great, wonderful. And then she fucking wins by fucking knockout or whatever. And I went like, way to let the air out of the room. Like at least when a UFC you match, you're like, you get excited for a fucking knockout. Well, that's
0: how, that's how you want matches then. In wrestling, that's not normal. No. It, but yeah, it and it, it was I was weird the way they did it. Like it's I get what they do it. I I never love when they play up like concussion angles, like someone being out of it and like whatever. Even though it is a realistic thing, but when it just I don't know. It's I get what they're doing. They're trying to sell her strikes as dangerous, but it's like we fucking watch Oscar every week, and I know Oscar would beat the shit out of this chick. So it's just what are we doing? It was just weird to me because I feel like when somebody
1: fucking hits somebody in the UFC and then they run at him and they fucking pound, 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 pound like all that shit. Like, you get excited. You're like, yeah, fucking go. You know, like, I felt like that would have been more exciting to me than the one kick that she gave. Because I know they're going to go, oh, one kick, it's all it took, right? But you could tell, by the way, it was very clunky, and it didn't make it. WMD. Yeah. A woman's right. Yeah, exactly. It was just, but those are the things that bother me, because I feel like there is, for me anyway, I think there is a way you can have a knockout in a wrestling match that's exciting. I don't know necessarily, when you ask me right now, but I feel like you can do it
0: and you can do it in it a room really before point. it just I don't. this one. It definitely fell flat for me too. It's I do like, again, it was more of my theme of the last couple weeks that we're literally highlighting their entire roster right now, which is exciting. Like, so that's kind of cool that Zaya is kind of getting it. I've never been the biggest Zaya Lee fan. I've enjoyed her cool entrance. She had for like two weeks, but in range, she's never really impressed me super much. I understand everything. And I think it's, it's really cool. The things she has accomplished being the first of many things. Um, but I, I just I don't know. And it's I think Becky is going to do her best to kind of like bring the best out of her. But, yeah, I don't know. It just it's she's one of those. that's just I don't know. She's been in the system a long time and I just I haven't seen it. I'm optimistic that it can still be pulled out of her. But I just I don't know. It's. It's not someone I've ever been super invested in as a character.
1: Well, Wade Barrett made a, a point to say, maybe it's a language barrier. Like they actually went in and basically tried to explain. Yeah. And that's obviously
0: what, always a factor.
1: Yeah. And, and, and that's whatever, but you also look at it from a percentage of like, what exactly can you do with her? Like, yeah, you know, like, you can
0: say language barrier, but like, it's one of those things. Tajiri is one of my all time favorite characters like as a character and just like him, I couldn't even tell you if I've ever heard him talk, but it's just like every there's, there's different way to do things and stuff. And I mean, obviously Oscar is one of the biggest stars they have and Nakamura for the most part is, has done amazing for himself. It's just, it's, and and I get it. It's a thing, but it's, it's one of those things. The great ones overcome it. So just, you know, it is what it is. Okay. All right. Uh, Moving on. Anything else? I don't have much
1: else, but you can go crazy. All right. Let's move on to this thing. Two things. Uh, Santos and Carlito versus Sa- uh, Street Profits with new music. I was just like, okay, fine. I'm okay with the music. We knew it was coming. But they didn't fucking do anything different with their mannerisms, and I just felt like this was a point in which you needed to change your mannerisms to sell the whole attitude change, to sell the gear change, to sell yourself with Bobby, to sell the whole thing. I think this was the last piece of the puzzle and they still did the fucking, the fucking cups and the fucking dancing and the da 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 For me, it feels like you're not going to be dancing anymore. You don't see Bobby Lashley dancing or twerking or doing anything stupid. Like He just shows up. He's just fucking done, done, done. You know, like that's all he does. But like this, this felt like they could have done more. And again, they probably will next week or maybe somebody will pull him aside and say, hey, what the fuck are you doing? But it was just, I know it's new territory for them and I'll give them b- the benefit of the doubt, but I feel like they're so good. That sometimes when you're that good, you kind of need to be put under a microscope. And from when I was watching it, I was just like, This is great. And I'm like, wait a minute, if I had the sound off, I wouldn't know. Yeah, they need to lean into it more. I
0: agree. I so do that's agree just
1: that. that was just kind of bothersome for me. And then, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Guthrie gave me some shit because I was talking about how all the, the new songs are fucking garbage. But that's just beside the one. If we want to talk about DIY, it's fantastic to see them as actual tag team with the fucking Titantron Tron and the fucking gear. I was like, okay, great. They're a fucking Well tag we asked team. more. Yep. Yeah. We asked for that. I personally, am going to have to hear that song a couple of times to see if I can get behind it because it felt like a fucking
0: cat in a garbage disposal, as I normally say. It's but- so hard with them. Cause as single stars, they both had absolute fucking banner themes. And we see this all the time. Like it's so hard when you go from a banner theme to something else, especially if it isn't that great. And this one felt pretty generic. Like, like you said, a lot of the new music, they weren't the only ones in the music this week, like you mentioned. So it just, it's, I got yeah, when Carlito's music was new. I mean, it's just yeah. Like, they, you, I figured that was gonna happen too. It just it's it's just like when even, they brought Shelton back then. Hey, no stopping me. Nah, for like once, then it went back to the other bullshit. I don't know. It's just it bothers me because I feel like this is
1: this is my biggest thing, right? I had this conversation with my friend Atley Green, and uh, he's you know we were talking at a show. We were talking about how the original composer of WWE, Jim Johnston, he he would say like. When you create a character, the music is a very important part of the character. 100%. And more importantly, he would say, he'd go, show me how this person walks to the ring. Right. And he he used the example of Vader. I don't know if you've ever seen Vader, but Vader would kind of shuffle. Right. Yes. He's a big dude. So it was like, it's time. It's time. It's Vader time. And then it was like, "Doom, doom, but it was, but it was the bounce of his walk to the beat. And that Mm -hmm. made it feel like something. When I watch some of these themes, it feels like, oh, cool. Let's pick this from a music library or let's try to give something like cool to this team or this this person to make it feel like them. But it doesn't necessarily suit that character. It might be a fucking awesome song that you want to go lift weights to, but it doesn't necessarily carry into the character the way that it does like imagine if the undertaker walked out fucking you know without the fucking undertaker song right with something like that would make any fucking sense right you know what i mean like it has to that's the complete presentation and i feel like sometimes they hit fast forward on stuff and go yeah we'll figure it out later and i don't think that's possible because johnny gargano and Tommaso champa and other people are worth the presentation and worth the time and effort especially when sometimes they're not the biggest people the presentation might help I, the- I think well,
0: I, I think we're in this particular case with Gargano as in a specific example. I think we're just screwed because Rebel Heart literally was what like the Jim Johnson. It was like, the perfect. It, perfect. it was. It perfect. literally fit him. Tommaso Champas hit his furs like fucking like yeah. kind of like unhinged but like composed type like psycho like gimmick like if it, it just it's it's one of those like the Street Profits old music fit their old gimmick perfectly like Bianca's fits her part like it just it's they work the ones that work really work and I think especially when you go away from it it's the hardest but I agree in general I think a lot of the ones because i mean a lot of the ones in nxt a lot of them they come out it feels like it's mostly generic music like it doesn't really fit it's like it's like you said they went to the free music library that i use at work because i hear the songs all the time which coincidentally the perfect 10 first theme song was a song i used to use all the time but uh so there are a few bangers, but a lot of them it's just like generic file music that anyone can use so i don't know i just i feel like they'll figure it
1: out later and that that's the part that's the part that bothers me because i feel like you guys give me shit for fast forwarding the entrances but like some of them are bangers for sure. But there Mostly. are some, but some of Most them are, entrances are great, but, but some of the time I'm just like, what the fuck? Like when I saw it, I was like, Oh, cool. A Titan Tron. And then I heard, it, I'm like, I can't hear it. Like I, it yeah. sounds like cool lyrics, but I can't like, it just doesn't fit them. Like it was almost like a rack, a, a, a rock rap song. It was bizarre. It did. It, it just I'd have to
0: hear it again because uh, yeah, no, nothing. I don't remember anything from it, which is the biggest problem.
1: Right, it I should remember
0: with... something like Indie Hartwell's theme. Impressive. impressive I'm right. never gonna forget that ever, and I'll always pop for it just because of the impressive. What comes after it is fine; it kind of fits like her or whatever. But it's yeah. just like it's you need something like like Cody designed his entrance specifically for who he wanted to be, and it fucking hits perfectly. Like it just like a lot of these guys, like you see it, and it's just yeah, you do wish for like everyone got that treatment, but it doesn't always happen that way. Sometimes it takes longer to find it. Okay,
1: that's fine. Uh, moving on. Sorry that we went off on a tangent there, but I thought it was worth saying. um I I really, really, really kind of just didn't know what to think of. Well, Dragon Dragon Lee's great, but then like you go into other things Oh, this is the other thing I want to say. Sorry, because this is something that I thought was interesting to me. I watched John Cena and Paul Heyman on SmackDown, and I went. This is like an all-time fucking promo. This To me, I was was watching it, and I was like, holy shit. This was like one of the best promos I've ever seen in my life, folks. It was John Cena talking about how he needs a win, right? And then fucking Heyman comes out and says, Solo's going to take – He goes, you're not the greatest of all time in the ring anymore, but you are the greatest of all time on the microphone. But all it takes – And he puts the thumb up and says, Solo will take it away from you, right? And then I was like – what a fucking great way to sell a fucking match that doesn't matter. It's a fucking arbitrary match, right? It doesn't make any difference to me, but I just went like, it creates stakes. It makes it feel important. It's John Cena.
0: Solo's probably ready to go. It's Solo's movie. first ever singles match on pay-per-view.
1: Right. It's amazing. It's a big deal. This it's is a big cool. fu- But they made it a big fucking deal. And then the fucking ceiling, the, the roof and ceiling at the same time, sorry, the, the floor and the ceiling fell at the same time because I was just like, huh? It was like, oh, when Solo does this to you, he's going to take away your fucking talking. And then what will you be? And I was like, okay, like that's investing. Stop there. I'm excited. But then Solo came out and fucking thumbed him. And I'm like, what? Like. That was the whole purpose of the fucking match.
0: Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now.
1: Right. But it was just it it was just like. It let it let the fart out, right? Like I was I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, this was an all-timer, an all fucking timer. And then that little thing, which was the whole basis backbone of the entire match and promo, then he fucking came
0: out and did it. Like, what are you doing? Sometimes the right? simple man, the Brock Lesnar method, don't let him touch. Just don't let him touch. But seriously, like
1: if he comes out on Friday and talks i I I don't know what to do. I mean, obviously, Well, I'm curious.
0: Have- Friday might be more they'll probably have like taped backstage segments. Yeah. yeah, it'll be whatever part of the roster didn't fly over. So it's my guess. So that'll be more like clips or pre-tape segments. Maybe they already pre-taped it. I don't know. But probably it, it, just it, backstage stuff. They usually that's what they usually do is they tape a bunch of backstage stuff and they'll have like Cameron Grimes will have a match, Dragon Lee will have a match, you know, Grayson Waller will have you know, stuff like that, probably.
1: It just it bothered the fuck at me because I was ready to come on this program and be like, this might be a top five promo of all time. It might have been. And then that thing happened and I went I, I literally I, I I watched I watched Macdown on Fridays with my fucking iPad, right? I picked it up. My poor wife is sleeping, right next to me, and I just went fuck you like that. Cuz and I had to mouth it so nobody woke up, but I was just so angry. So angry. Sorry, this is where the fucking sugar's coming in, but it is like yeah. it's You want like to fist pump their face. I was I was ready to just it just it bothers me because it was right there it was right there for the taking it was like we haven't had a fucking promo that we've like we'll put on the fucking shelf forever like it was that close that fucking close and then the fucking thumb it's funny I mostly forgot about it because I thought the LA Knight stuff just like fucking stole the show I don't know I just I just yeah. thought was a, I just thought that was a wonderful segment that went awry so fucking quickly and it bothered it like I I feel like I'm gonna blow a blood vessel in did my- it
0: bother you I can't tell did it bother you?
1: I, I hide it well
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what i mean Definitely um,
0: hide it well all right moving on to the other things that are
1: small and <laughs> inconsiderate in um it feels weird bianca comes out cuts a promo all i could think about was this fucking woman is amazing but like the crowd didn't give a shit at all and she deserves yeah. she this deserves whole the vision man is just fucking disarray yeah it's awful yeah. and then so we'll move on to, to uh let's see if i anything on raw that that i didn't get to talk about here uh Let me make sure. I'm sure we talked about DIY. Nakamura says someone has literally got to step up. I mean, we see Tazawa's going to face him on Monday. Is that really what he's fucking asking for? Like he goes. Uh, to the main event it to sounds develop. like a quick
0: squash for naka I don't know. It just and then it, he'll probably face Gable and Otis after that. That it just it's. Lame. I don't know. I don't
1: know. It just it fucking bothers me. It really bothered me a little bit.
0: The other thing too is so like
1: so another quick thing is we got all these people coming up for Gunther, right? In terms of the IC Championship, we got fucking you know. The Miz is kind of frontline. Fatal so four there.
0: way next week. It's right. the Miz, Ricochet, Bronson Reed, and Ivar.
1: Which made me fucking I put a meat emoji next to Ivar. I was like, this is fucking it better be Ivar. It Leader, in the, be, yeah. Leader it in the clubhouse. Leader in the It better be Ivar. Because god damn it, do I want handsome Johnny to win? Like, I just I just want him to win. The Duke, I want him to win. Um, I know it's not gonna happen, but that match is gonna be the biggest of meats. That is gonna be a fucking filet mignon of of just pain. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Cannot wait. Sorry to steal your shit. But the one thing that made me laugh, which is fine that he's in – it's bizarre to me. Like he's in the Fatal 4-Way, but he also was like, nah, I got to deal with Dominic first. And I was like, hold up. Hold up. You're going to tell me you got a hair across your ass for Dominic Mysterio instead of getting a fucking championship? Like, what fucking world do we live in? What world do we live in where Dom Mysterio is more important than the, the, the I was gonna say United States? He kind of is. Dom no, so is more important
0: than, like, most things. But, like,
1: my face yeah, started, was on every show for a reason. My face started melting, JC. I was just thinking to myself, like, what the fuck? Like, and then he then he got added, and I got more angry. I was just like, "What? Why did he? Why did he say that?" Then it was like, "I got to deal with Dominic." So it's like, "Okay, then you're not fucking winning. Why are you in this fatal four way? Just make oh, it, fucking pew, pew 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 Just fucking make Ivar fucking Reed and who was the other one?
0: Uh miss miz okay make those three fucking just fight yeah, you gotta you got ricochet in there because you need some pew pews for the meats to throw around oh, you can't just man, have uh... the meats in there with miz you gotta give a little bit of uh, fucking flyboy in there too so
1: flyboy, boy okay that's yeah,
0: how you make the pizza pie you know it's a it's a, a, it's pizza, a meat lovers uh... pizza meat lovers pizza
1: yeah all right and do you know by the way there speaking of pizza there is a pizza that i would always want to try with you i don't i did it once in my life i thought i was going to go to the hospital it's called the juggernaut what's on it Oh God, I'll have to bring it up in a little bit, but it's from where do you get it? It's in Danvers, but it's like macaroni and cheese, oh tater tots, oh. bacon. Like Jesus. it's literally, it. there's a description on it that says like, we are not responsible for you going to the hospital. If you eat this, <laughs> it actually says it on there. And I had it once with my friends at a party and I was just like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die.
0: Oh, so having that on a party is bold.
1: Yeah yeah so anyway sorry to get off of it we've talked a lot about food so far and random uh, shit but i'm always candy. hungry man i wish that's i could why eat the shirt doesn't
0: feel like it used to i love food you know what i miss the
1: most is a wegman sub that's what i miss oh Wegman's is great i miss what the way just on chestnut hill uh, well, not that far. do i do i look like i'm gonna make a trek of chestnut hill come on no look at me no look at me I'm I'm skinny. I'm not going to go all the way to Chestnut Hill for fucking whatever. I can eat my chocolate here. Um, anyway, we should get hopeful. Let's get hopeful. Okay?
0: Glorious, you're my only hope. I'll go first, WrestleMania because I have one. And I'm going to Crown Jewel. And I'm going to the Raw Women's Championship. And I'm like, fail five way. You know what? We need to kind of fucking mix shit up here. And I'm looking at the names. I'm like, Zoe Stark. Ha! She's the one getting pinned. And I'm looking. I'm like, Shayna Baszler. Eh, doesn't do much for me. Raquel feels like it's got to be more than a moment and I'm like oh my god there's one person left WrestleMania. say it I kind of hope Nia Jax wins the women's championship because I think the way they're building up Rhea right now is that they're preparing her for a fall uh, surprisingly and she can do it over there by Nia Jax pinning Zoe Stark and everyone hates Nia Jax like that is going to be she is she and Don Mysterio should be like a tag team because they would set records and have Don Callis manage them and have Christian be their dad, like that would be just like the ultimate heat uh, heel stable. But uh, the Heat Seeker, yeah, yeah, I I didn't, I just one of those things. It's like sometimes you just got to go with situational decisions, and this is a situational decision because. I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's obviously could just be a thing where Rhea just runs train pins. Zoe Stark. Cause I think every scenario here, sorry, got through your girls, your girls laying on her back for somebody. Um, but I just, I have a feeling it might, they could do a thing with Naya here and Rhea could get it back eventually kind of have her chase a little bit and kind of like, cause she's been the one so upset about everyone losing their titles. If she lost hers, I'm interested to see what that looks like. If Dom to Finn and Priest, if especially if Priest has like two titles, and they, we've been making the jokes at him about how he's uh, not the leader, like Cody's saying he's behind uh, both Rhea and Finn and even Dom. So it's kind of like questioning his manhood and stuff. So this is, a, this is a situational play. It's for the chaos. But, yeah, uh, I hope Nia Jax wins the Rollins Championship. Hashtag JC knows. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. Oh, my God, I need a shower.
1: I can't believe you did that. And I'm so proud of you,
0: but I, I I'm not proud
1: of me. I'm going to, I'm
0: I'm, that's not going to be a popular hope. Probably my least
1: popular hope of all time. I was going to say a lot of people are going to give you shit for that. I, I I just, we talked about
0: judgment day earlier, and this is something that would make them so interesting.
1: I think here's the thing. I think all five of those women are fantastic in their own way, but Nia Jax is a polarizing person. Like she just is a polarizing person. Folks. There's no, there's no denying Like Zoe Stark is great in the ring, but you don't she doesn't make you feel anything. Shayna Baszler's great when she's doing things, but she doesn't make you feel anything. <laughs> then there's like then there's like Raquel who in theory you look at a she'll culture. get there.
0: Raquel's Raquel needs more seasoning, but yeah, she's getting better.
1: Yeah, she is, but she's but again, doesn't make you feel something. Not Rhea yet. makes you feel something, and Naya makes you feel something. Like they, there's just an intangible feeling you get, whether it's uncomfortable, good, bad, whatever, they make you feel something. And sometimes they look at that as cash. They look at that as money, baby. And so I'm excited for you. I, I hope this happens for you. I hope you pick her. I hope you are excited. in the predictions. Right, to do fuck this. off.
0: Good to hear hope. Enough. All enough.
1: know. Right. No, so on, on, the, on a particular episode of Smackdown this week. Not that like there was one other one. Um, is, this, is there
0: more than one SmackDown?
1: Yeah, I know. Right. So we had this amazing backstage segment that made me go, ha, 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 which I thought was fantastic. It starts, it starts out with Logan, Paul and Kelly, uh, Kathy, Kelly, and they're talking, and he just, like, totally, like, dupes her, right? And then he walks down the the the, uh, the hallway right and looks at KO, and I went, oh, 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 oh yeah, I want this. I want. So my hope here is not only does Logan Paul fucking win the United States championship, but we get a fucking match at the Royal Rumble against KO where it's the fucking kaboom match of the fucking week, where both these guys fly off like a three-story scaffolding or fucking ridiculous amounts of shit. So then eventually we can get KO on, on the Logan Paul podcast afterwards. But I, I was just sitting there going, "Holy shit!" Like we love Kevin Owens, right? But if Kevin Owens gets the the exploitation, the and the, the you know the whole thing from because basically what they're using is a mutual kind of ex, you know relationship with the wwe logan paul is getting paid a shit ton of money but wwe is just milking that logan paul for all it's worth to get the other people over in some form or fashion so i was just like kevin owens is going to be even bigger after this like he's going to be like and then after he left he punched both of them in the fucking face with waller in theory and he's like hey Jamie, i did it like how do you not love this guy so i want i want kevin owens to lose to Logan Paul. I do not want him to become United States champion, but God damn it. Do I want a fucking, I don't want a regular wrestling match. I want the fucking kaboom of the week. I want this to be a fucking defining moment for for both of them, but more importantly for KO so we can get to that next level because honestly... The dude's been treading water for a while. He's a fucking stud. And honestly, I just want him to get back to the world title pitcher and win because that dude needs one more rain, one more go before he's done and gone off to the sunset because he's an outstanding human, an outstanding wrestler, an outstanding babyface and a heel. And he's just amazing. So that's why I want him to fucking just have a great time.
0: So there you go. I like it. I think this is, this makes sense as a Rumble or Potential Mania, even if they even wait for it down, down the line. But, I mean, this this matchup always made sense. We've seen KO rub elbows with a lot of uh, uh, famous people, and he always shines there. Uh, but Nestle Mania, we go to the comeback, and through the darkness, he has risen, got a video package and a match, and it wasn't a job alert, and he got a full entrance. Cedric Alexander taking on Dragon Lee, and like I said, he got a video package in WrestleMania. He got a full entrance. And I just, I love this. Again, it's one of the periphery characters we've talked about. They employ these people. They are superstars. You employ them for a reason. They're clearly very good, and there are uses for them. So why not use them and make them feel legit? Even in a loss, this is the most legit Cedric Alexander has felt since he was a tag champ with Shelty and in the hurt business. Like, it felt like he, he mattered. Even though we lost in high, I mean, him and Dragon League, Banner match. I'd watch it again, but it's just like, It's simple, man. And Triple H, we're starting to see more of it. And I love that. So, Cedric Alexander, you get my well-deserved comeback this week, bud.
1: Well, then. All right. We do know you have a soft spot for the Sheltie. That's perfectly normal and perfectly fine. My comeback. Are you ready, kids? My comeback goes to, get this, if you know me, you know I don't like it. But I got to call myself on the carpet, folks. I really enjoyed the trick or street fight. I did. But... But I'm giving my comeback to a specific pair of people because <laughs> Chelsea is Bret Hart and Piper. Piper the Hart Foundation's back! The Hart Foundation. Like, I I laughed because of the fucking the Cardona fucking meme with the junk grabbing and the whole thing. Like, I was like, okay. small package as Natty called it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, was I so funny. That. She's so like, funny.
0: Uh, yeah, Natty has lost a lot to small packages.
1: <laughs> Which would have been funnier if she had lost this match to a small package as well. But mm. that's beside the point. But anyway, that's beside the point. But the fucking... Like her doing the fucking Bret Hart thing was funny, right? They had the music and the whole get up and the whole whatever. But Piper Niven as Nighthard doing the fucking, <laughs> yeah, hit man. Like I was just, and then she had the fucking chest hair on her chest. I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck? This is awesome. And then, so like, this is the one part that I actually got mad at was Wade Barrett and and Michael Cole were sitting there making fun of this match and fucking throwing out one-liner jokes that even I would have not liked as a dad. Like, it was just terrible. They were just, like, making shitty jokes. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, these women are fucking killing each other in here. Like, they're fucking hitting each other with chairs and canes and fucking going bananas through fucking tables, all this shit. And I'm like, just call the fucking match. This is actually an okay match. Like It felt like Vince was in the headset
0: for this match. Yeah,
1: it just felt like I was waiting for him to go titties. you know what i mean like that's all i expected him to fucking say Puppy. yeah exactly like come on man like just fucking call the match like i know it's haha i love a good haha i i would prefer haha 99.9 all the time out of everything but this match was i was like there's a, there you could have done a little haha and a little bit of definite but these women fucking killed it they did a great
0: job i fucking hate the trick or street fights i hate the themed everything i don't think is- anymore i think I, mean, I think i think i know the reason Chelsea is I think your kids have changed you for the better, Adam. They've made you have more fun with fun things like this. Like this is just fun. It's people get hit with pumpkins, people throwing fucking candy, bobbing for apples. It's all bullshit. We know it's ridiculous. We know it's one of those things if you're watching and your girl walks in and she's like, the fuck are you watching? And you just look at her like, eh, like she caught you with your fucking pants down, your hand on your meat. But it's just like it's like, who cares, man? It's just, it's goofy. If you watch wrestling, like you just said. You secretly enjoy this. But I'm glad that you're embracing it. But I think it's your kids. I think they've just made you more fun. You know what's your- funny?
1: This is this is when you know I've either matured or I'm just – I'm a different person. <laughs> I'm going to go different person because maturity is just not a thing I know. Yeah. But, but but this is what I know for sure, that I'm a different person. I saw a tweet, and it was fucking Chelsea putting on the fucking pumpkin and falling over. And it, the, the caption said, this will headline WrestleMania. And I got angry because I was like <laughs> – I was like, of course it could. Of course it could. You want to know why? Because that shit fucking sells tickets. That's works. why. It's and easy. Was, but it's just like, what the fuck? Like, how, how have I gone from where I was to where I am? I don't fucking know. But anyway. Kids, I'm giving your kids all the credit. Those, those little kids have done more probably positive for me than anything the Biggest of baby faces on the podcast, Nestle's Kids. I'll never, I'll never be a baby face on my own podcast. But my children, who have never shown their face, are baby faces. It's fine. It's fine. <sighs> should we finish yes let's finish all over the place let's
0: finish before we get to whoa crown jewel we'll quickly uh piss through uh well on raw like we mentioned ricochet Miz, reed and ivar number one contenders nakamura Tazawa. on smackdown we have bianca versus bailey and logan paul ray mysterio are gonna have a weigh-in let's hope it goes better than the cody uh what was Gee. it uh Go go one is that who oh, it was the, the go
1: go worst one ever, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, so yeah, hopefully it goes better than that. But on AEW they have a show Um on Dynamite, the International Championship, Orange Cassidy versus Claudio Castagnoli. Who you got?
1: I think it has to be Orange because he just fucking won it. But I, I like I like what they're going with it. But I, I have other matches by the way. So when you're done, I can tell you more.
0: We also have a women's championship between Nikaro and Willow Nightingale, who has just lost like three times in a row for the TBS title. But yeah, give her a world. Th- it just makes no sense. Give me Sheeta. Shida, but Sheeta. I mean, on a roll. On a fucking Holy roll. Holy Shida, WrestleMania. Are you Holy, Holy shida Shidian over there? I'm then not we gonna... have a match that exists. Uh, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, who are apparently are a tag team now, taking on 2.0, the fucking jobbers. This is a thing. Yeah,
1: because you know he has to fucking try to get his boys some fucking TV time. It is what it is. I, you know, the other thing, the most, the most interesting part to me is MJF and his three partners against Bullet Club yes. Gold. I don't know why they don't Where's call the. So like, I I have a feeling. Now this is this is this is me, right? Like, if I was booking this, right? I'm not because they don't pay me. But if I was, it would be Samoa Joe. It'd be Wardlow. And then who else was going for it? Or was somebody else, but though like basically not Roddy
0: Stroud, somebody... the Kingdom it wants to, they, if you have the kingdom and the claim you want it, but I think Wardlow and Samoa Joe make a lot of sense. But yeah, there, if there's maybe is Adam Cole come back, even though I don't think he's ready. I don't but think like, there's, it it'd have to be another singles guy that would want his title.
1: Right. But I feel like that's what it is. It's like them protecting to get him. Maybe it's Omega. I oh, don't know. Omega already has Omega's matched, in a tag so. match, but yeah. it's like, that's what it feels like. Cause if it's the acclaimed, it's like, it's, that's not it yet. Like, I feel like what happens here is all of those men leave Max high and dry. The Fucking bang, bang gang beats him. Right. And then the fucking acclaim come out to help him afterwards. Like that makes more sense to me. Cause he's, still- I think they-
0: the kingdom will be heavily involved here too, because Max, <laughs> they want to volunteer to be the team. So I think the other part is, is, is also something that's
1: very interesting. I think if he wins this match, he gets the belt back. Right. So that makes me think he's not winning so yeah that whole thing is weird it's bizarre what are the other matches you have is that it i think that's it sorry i saw four matches Uh, there's more in collision i'm sorry that was last week never mind they they do a shitty job sometimes of fucking
0: well they they have so many shows so they'll announce rampage
1: and collision matches during dynamite usually so it bothers the fuck out of me though because like i I, like tony khan big announcement is that really a thing i don't know it says has an important announcement not a big announcement (laughs) excuse me And it says, sweet Lord, baby Jesus, let it move, have moving pay-per-views back to max. I don't know. We'll see, but we'll see. Whatever. I I am curious. Hold on. Before we get to that real quick. Sorry. We didn't talk about this. Ric Flair on AEW. I don't give a
0: shit. Really? No. Why would I give a shit? i just, I feel like I. I I don't think WWE cares either. Like, yeah, go ahead. Go, go get a payday, Rick.
1: You know what?
0: You know, here's, here's the thing though. Here's
1: the thing. I have a very, very bad feeling. That Sting's last match is going to be against Ric Flair. And that's going to bother me so They've bad.
0: They've done so well with Sting. They right. can't.
1: No, they. they I, I, Sting's last match is 100% Darby. I'm telling you right now, there is a bad feeling in the pit of my stomach. And when that's I right. get these feelings, I feel like I'm right. And I don't Maybe want
0: to- they do a six man tag where he teams with Darby and Sting and has to do nothing but coming at the end. But no, it's no, it's not. It's, it will not be a singles match between those two. Hell no. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you, I'm wrong. You are
1: dead wrong. Where, where do we even know a revolution is or whatever? I don't it is. know. It's, it's Darby sting. It has to be. Darby hey, okay. Sting. All
0: right. I'm, I'm just waiting for. If I do it, don't throw bananas or, uh, tomatoes at me that's all i ask you're you're on i'm gonna throw pineapples at you but nestlemania speaking of pineapples had nothing to do with it but maybe they like them over there in saudi arabia we're going to crown jewel we have eight matches including a pre-show match was what's announced on monday night raw and we'll pick it because it's here and they announced it early and it's a banner. it's a singles match nestlemania between sammy Zayn and jd mcdonough i mean feels like sammy has to win but does jd maybe steal one
1: what do you think? I would say, oh, hold on, let me put on because he did not put it in the sheet, so I want to make sure I do that. I'm going to spell McDonald wrong every single time. I'm just going to put McDonald's. JD. I'm just going to put JD. I, I'm
0: going to say
1: Sami Zayn because of where they are. That's gonna yeah. Be it feels
0: like he feels like Sammy gets the win because JD just doesn't need wins. He's just he, he what he's doing for is working out for him working out for him. Uh, next up, WrestleMania. we will go to a singles match for the WWE Women's Championship. Io Sky, the champion, along with damage control of Bailey and Dakota Kai, defends against, she's on her own, against a wall, Bianca Belair, and I mean, I'm assuming Io wins here, but this is an interesting one um, because obviously we saw this match in Puerto Rico. It's where Io kind of got the fervor behind her where the crowd was hot for her. Um, Bianca, this is her first match to rematch for the championship. I could see them putting it back on Bianca. I hope they don't because I, I want them to give EO a chance. So I'm just going to assume damage control helps are cheat and EO Sky picks up the win. I
1: will also pick EO Sky because that's where my brain went. But I also, very quickly, JC, we talked last week about Charlotte not knowing what a character would be like without a championship. I'm starting to feel the same way about
0: Bianca Belair. Yeah, we've seen her about without a championship and chase. Like she'll, You just haven't seen it in a while. But I think it's we've already got, like I think we're going to get an edgier Bianca is what they're kind of going to give us because she's been so like happy-go-lucky for a while. I think they're going to give her a little more of an edge, and I think it starts here when she gets screwed. I will I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Next up, singles match. John Cena. Bah, 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 bah. This is what Nessa wanted a singles match, taking on Solo, Sokoa. They've made such a big deal of it. I feel like Cena has to get the win. I would say Cena
1: gets the win here,
0: and I feel like they're going to have a nice
1: swan, swan, swan song for the boy because he's done whatever he can while he can do it. Um, do you think this is the end of John Cena's run, not the end of John Cena? Do you think this is
0: it? This current run probably because things have started to move again, uh, and this makes sense. Uh, but you never know. He could pop up in War games. You never know. Boop, beady, boop. Yeah, I'll say this is it. It feels like he can get a win here, and then we'll see him around Mania time. Okay. Next up, singles match for the WWE United. United States Championship of Saudi Arabia. Rey Mysterio defending against Logan Paul. This is an easy one for me. Give me Logan Paul. hashtag JC knows. hashtag JC's hopes come true. Logan Paul,
1: because honestly, Rey Mysterio hasn't done anything with the United States Championship. He's and, had good matches. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, it's not enough. Not enough. Bob. I want Santos to screw him.
0: Do it. It's not happening. That's not happening. He's no, absolutely not. Santos probably isn't going there because I only bring a certain amount of people. Okay.
1: Well, there you go. But, uh, we both picked, we both picked them. Next
0: up, we have a singles match. Whoa, what's only smoking mirrors? Whoa, you bet you didn't think I was going there. Cody Rhodes and Damian Priest. This will probably have to be early in the night away from the World Heavyweight Championship because I think we'll at least get a tease. I've been really back and forth on this one, WrestleMania, because Cody doesn't lose. His losses are to Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. That's it. He he doesn't lose to anyone else, so it's interesting if they. But if they want to make Priest look good before a championship run, a win over Cody Rhodes, even if it's by Hooker Crook, would go big. But I'll let you go first on this one. Who you got? I'm going to
1: pick Cody Rhodes because I feel like there's more upside to Damian Priest internally looking through himself and saying I couldn't be Cody Rhodes. People are saying I'm not a fucking leader. Like there's just more to build in that terms of it. So I feel like. Cody Rhodes can't lose at this point because he's just fucking Cody Rhodes. He's like, he's like, he's like the fucking Terminator. He's like, he's literally, he's John C's he's prime.
0: John Cena John Cena didn't lose. He and if he did lose, it was to like Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, like those type of characters. Like it, yeah. it was like to the rock. That's who Cena lost to us. The rock and Brock Lesnar. That was it. So, I just,
1: I just don't see, I just don't see Cody losing until WrestleMania. I really
0: don't. Yeah. And that's why this one was hard for me because I'm like, I could see it cuz the Judgment Day always finds a way to cheat but it does it does feel like this is just a babyface Cody win so I'll take it. All right. Well. Uh, next up we have a fatal five-way match for the Women's World Championship. Rhea Ripley defends against Nia Jack, Shayna Baszler is always stuck, Raquel Rodriguez. I'm more confident in who's getting pinned in this match than I am who's winning. But uh I know I hoped for the chaos here but I'm going to pick Rhea Ripley.
1: Oh, you coward. That's You're where a my brain goes. fucking coward. You teased everybody with an amazing hope. There's a
0: hope. It's called a hope, Mania. Not, yeah, not, a, not a prediction.
1: Well, I'm just surprised that you don't have enough nuts. Uh, are
0: you going to pick Nia Jax? I am not
1: picking that giant. because yeah, n- you don't have nuts either, you sackless saint. Ooh, careful. Careful.
0: Careful. Careful. Yeah. Careful. Rhea Ripley on both ends here. Okay lame next up singles match for the world heavyweight championship seth freaking rollins the champion takes on drew mcintyre the challenger and by god nestlemania do i want drew mcintyre to win this and get cashed in on uh but i just i feel like there's gonna be a lot of chicanery here there's gonna be a lot of nonsense and i feel like seth is gonna win somehow so give me you you ready for this you're gonna pick seth rollins that's fine you want to talk
1: about fucking gaga this match is going to be fucking gaga everywhere. You want to know what it's going to happen here? It's going to come down to fucking a double down, and the fucking judgment day is going to come out, and they're all going to fucking yada, 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 yada. And I truly believe that it is not going to be Seth Rollins or McIntyre winning here. I think. It is just going to be a slide in. Damien Priest comes into a triple threat, pins one of them and gets the fuck out of there. So I'm picking Damien so Priest. I'm wow, that Damian is Priest.
0: ballsy. Because I could see them crowning McIntyre and have him immediately taken away by Priest or have Seth miraculously retaining McIntyre, beat him down and then Priest cashing in. I would not predict the triple threat. So that is bold by you.
1: So I guess it's more of a TJ question. Do I win this point if he cashes in and wins in a separate thing, or is it only because of the way I said it, that
0: I probably win? not because we're picking the match. He'd have to win this particular match. So, the so you're going in... out on a limb for sure. Okay. All right. That's fine. Yeah, I can if afford to believe this. it. Then you should pick it. Cause if that's what you think is going to happen, then I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go on a limb here and say, that'd be cool. So there you I go. like it. I like it. I like the bold the bold strategy. It's rare out of you. Next up, we have the main event, the singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns, the champion, along with Paul Heyman will be taking on L.A. Knight. And I mean, I'm looking forward to this. I think this is probably going to be the best in-ring performance by L.A. Knight because Roman Reigns just brings the best out of everyone. But, uh, WrestleMania, Who will we pick no matter what to retain his title? We the ones fist pump. The one.
1: I don't think Roman Reigns is losing anytime soon in his next two matches. So that is what it is. Rumble, through the rumble. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's know. Roman Reigns. Easy pick here. Yeah. Roman Reigns. But he, his, I did want to say this. We didn't say this in the shine. And I want to make sure we did say before we leave, I was popping big time. Cause I was like, Hey, LA Knight, you know what? He was missing in his repertoire, a comeback. He actually started mo- putting in a comeback. When, if you watch him fire up Ooh. like a baby base, he started hitting signature moves, and I was like, "Here, that was the missing part. Bret Hart had it. John Cena had it. HBK had it. like All the you know all the big dudes had it, and I'm just like, okay, I'm waiting for it, and there it finally was. I'm like, it's still a work in progress, but God damn it. There he, somebody must have gotten his ear and said, dude, you need to come back if you're going to be an effective babyface, so there it is. So watch for it on Saturday. It's
0: there. I'm excited. I like it. And uh, I think that's all we got, right? That's the whole card, baby. That's the jewel of crowns. Saturday afternoon, I believe. So I'm not gonna be able to watch that
1: until probably late, but that's okay. Yeah, well,
0: I got to work Saturday too, so it's kind of. Well, maybe I'll bring the, the iPad in. Celtics, those fucking cocks. The Celtics, they're undefeated, baby. They've had two know? games.
1: Oh, three and zero. Three, okay. three. three and zero, bro. It no. how much I'm not paying attention to anything anymore. All right, well, I guess that's pretty much it. If you're all set. Yeah, I'm done. Okay, great. On that note, we hope you enjoyed your Halloween, and we hope you were fist-bumping all the way through the week as JC is really pushing that shake weight. And on that note, thank you for listening to the Jabberknocker podcast. We'll be back next week with more
0: Jabberknockery! Cabs are here!